Pavlofatidis. He is the chief cook and bottle washer, the founder and the chief executive at Auric Business Accelerator. The three most common growth challenges that we face. And when you when you meet business leaders, founders, people who are running small businesses up to 100 million rand in turnover a year, what are the things that are scaring them most, Pavlo? You know, it's not, it's not a matter of scaring, Bruce. It's because it, I've been asking the question very differently of late. And the reason I've been asking the question differently, in other words, what are the growth challenges? I've been asking it differently because the, the knee-jerk response typically from a business owner is going to be something technical. So it could be, uh, you know, uh, uh, Eskim. Um, yes, okay. Uh, the currency, okay. Um, all the way through to digital marketing doesn't work anymore. Yes, okay. I mean, we, we all know that now. Uh, there aren't enough skills. So statements like that don't really elicit change, don't really allow you to, as a business owner, truly, truly empower yourself to act in a manner to remedy them. So nowadays, I'm asking the question, how do you feel about your growth? And Bruce, there have been three very, very consistent messages that have come out. People have said that they feel it's stagnant or they feel stuck or feels chaotic. And each three means something very different. Uh, I would have thought stagnant and stuck are similar. But anyway, give me the difference. What's the difference between stagnant and stuck? So, look, stagnant is, is largely um, a situation where you've been quite passive regarding your approach to growth. In other words, you know, we do what we do and we've always done it this way and we always grew by doing it and we've always grown by doing what we've always done. And No. Come back. Oh, sorry, you, 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 you disappeared. I thought you'd left the room. Um, uh, Pablo, sorry, we've always, we've always grown by doing what we've always done and then what we always do is cut you off and you disappeared. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, pick up so, there if you would. So, so we always do. We always do what we, we do. What we do, we've always done it this way, and we always grew by doing what we've always done before. And it, it's an approach that, in its own right, um, is quite passive. Uh, there's an expectation of growth. There is a, a, a view that you know we've got a winning formula. Why is it not working any longer? So, stagnant growth. The, when, when someone says it feels stagnant, very often that's the root cause. Stuck growth is different now. Stuck growth, very often when, when the word stuck gets used, it's normally on the back of a very deliberate effort to grow. But that deliberate effort is yielding a very poor outcome. And in certain cases, that growth is regressing. So despite all our efforts, despite all our investments, what we're doing just simply isn't working. We can't move the needle. And in fact, it almost feels like every time we take a step forward, we actually land up taking two steps back. So stagnant and stuck are quite different. And chaotic is... Well, we know chaotic. Different. That's just every day, isn't it? <laughs> it is every day. But our efforts and growth are pulling me back into the daily, weekly minutia of everyday operations. I'm suddenly having to yeah. now deal with issues with suppliers and issues with clients and issues with my staff. It's where 
every time I grow, it feels like complexity increases. It feels like my ability to come up for oxygen is robbed of me because I am putting out fires 24-7. So three very different emotions, which really give you a wonderful insight into the first steps of change that each of those three business owners or individuals feeling that might find remedy. In. I mean, some are easier than others. Uh, you know, if I was looking at something like stagnant growth, well, I mean, that's just you stuck in a rut. That's nobody else's fault. That's yours. You are the one who has created a business model that worked wonderfully for a long period of time. You think that's the way the world works. The world, unfortunately, moved on, overtook you, and then came back and bit you, and you didn't notice. Um, and so you've got to really start thinking differently about the way you do stuff. I mean, surely that's the, the most, I think, probably the easiest one. I'll leave the A-grade stuff up to you. <laughs> no, but I think I think you've hit the nail on the head because in many ways, you know, an attitude, the attitude that you hold towards life, the world, your business, anything for that matter, is very often um, and increasingly over time, it becomes unconscious. You're not even aware of your attitude. And frustrated efforts that you make very often can lead to you wanting to blame or to become quite cynical. And Bruce, the problem with, with blame, you know, cynicism, cynicism is terrible because it shrivels up the world <laughs> and it's incredibly hard to reverse out of cynicism. But cynicism is always preceded by blame. So if you're in the blame phase of, of how you're looking at things today, you know, before you get to cynicism, stop the blame thing because blame is very self-indulgent and it has very little practical value. You know, we sit in a situation, I was listening to, to your conversation with Wayne. Um, well, there's a change in attitude. The attitude is enough is enough. We're tired of waiting for things to change. We're tired of empty promises. The reality is, and that's the most significant part of shifting attitude, it's an acceptance of the reality as it is. The reality is unless we act, unless we take a different approach, relying on any false empty promises that have been made consistently over the last five, six, seven, eight years is a self-indulgent emotion of no practical value that's going to simply keep you where you are. And if you don't remedy it, Bruce, you're going to end up becoming one of these really cynical, negative people. And the, uh, the only, and that's very I mean, the only sign. way, I mean, you've told us this for years, Pavlo, the only way to resolve a problem is to take action to deal with the problem. If you sit in the sidelines waiting for somebody else to do it or waiting for somehow some metamorphosis to happen miraculously, nothing does happen. And when you're being held yeah. over and, and treated like an idiot for a very, very long time as a loyal uh, and and committed rate payer, and people, you see uh, city governments come and go time and time again, and each person who comes in tells you the same nonsense story, eventually you you cry, you know, you, you, you cry bulldust. And, um, take, and finally, people are taking action for themselves because it is that that breaking point that people reach where they go this far and, and no further. And thank goodness it happens. Yeah, thank goodness it does. And what precedes that is that change in attitude. My attitude of being patient, of giving um, an opportunity, of being empathetic for all the challenges that have been faced around um, making things different or improving things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If the attitude is one now that I'm going to take action, if the attitude is one now that I'm going to take control over my own environment 
and I'm going to do so through action, then it is the precursor to a change in behavior. And, and the reason it's so hard to get right is because if you can't see your attitude, you very often can't see what you need to change. And it really is like wearing a set of lenses. You know, right across the board now, whether you be in Johannesburg or in, in KZN or uh, the Western Cape or the Northern Cape for that matter, Bruce, I'm constantly stunned by meeting business owners and I meet a lot of people every week who might well be in the same industry, who are ostensibly facing the exact same environment and the same challenges and the same issues, but one just chooses to look at things with opportunity and the other chooses to look <laughs> at things with yeah. blame. The person with opportunity is behaving differently. And that behavior, the way you act in terms of how you lead your team, how you engage your customers, how you work with your suppliers, that action then manifests a fundamentally different result for you. So a small change in attitude leads to a small change in behavior, which will lead to a different outcome. And the trick here is to carry on changing your attitude incrementally to change your behavior incrementally until you find the formula that begins to work in the environment we find ourselves in today. And that also helps you get unstuck because, I mean, if you are that person who is stuck in building your business and every time you grow, you get into that place, that chaotic growth phase, I, I wonder just, it is that thing where you talk about systemization and removing yourself from the day-to-day -day because if you just constantly revert back to form, you're never actually going to resolve the fundamental issue, which is you don't have the right people actually in your business. You're, you're, you've got to be on it, they've got to be in it, and you've got to let them... Do the work. Yeah. You know, what worked to get your business to where it is today um, is going to fundamentally be different to what will work to get it to its next phase of growth. Because I think more so in the last three years, the environment of business has changed so dramatically. You know, we've had fairly constant change, and change is fairly constant. But Bruce, if you think about it, from early 2020 to where we are today, We've had the COVID period, and I don't think it's been fully understood. I don't think it's been fully appreciated, the impacts of it. Alongside with that, it's very evident that we are facing dramatic shifts in our environment, um, whether it be the wildfires that recently nearly wiped out the island, the island of Rhodes, that literally wiped out Maui, um, it's been absolutely tragic that are now raging in France and prior yeah. to France, they were raging in Poland. So the environment has changed. Uh, your business is different. The business that you were working with three years ago compared to the business you're working with today to get it from one stage to the next is different. Attitudes to work are so different. Skill sets are even different. It's fascinating. I had a conversation with a business owner today who has built a remarkable, remarkable business in five years here in South Africa, in the exact environment that we seem to find ourselves in, but worse, because this particular business was built out of KZN. And in the last three years, amongst all the other uh, elements that we're facing in change, they've then further had rights and they've had these massive, oh, massive yeah. floods. And Bruce, he's built a business in five years that today employs 348 people. 
in five years. So it's, it's a fundamentally different approach that's needed. And if you don't recognize that the environment of business is different, you are different, you're three years further down the line. Your runway is three years shorter or three years longer, depending where you are in your cycle of, of growth as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. If you don't recognize that and you don't learn to build your business and architect and design it differently, if you don't create the right operating model, structure determines behavior. So any investment into growth that's making, that's yielding chaos is because of how you've architected and built yeah. the operating model of your business. And also the way you think about things. I mean, Thomas Edison is a lovely quote from Thomas Edison, the guy with 10,000 patents to his name or something along those lines. Thomas Edison, uh, who, who said something about people miss opportunity because it comes dressed in overalls and looks like work. Um, and it's just this most wonderful sort of analogy that, you know, when, when you're so busy beavering away and doing what you've always done, uh, you, you you stop paying attention to the world around you. you. You stop seeing the opportunities as they present themselves. So how then, I don't know, is there a single starting point to kickstart yourself through these stagnant, stuck and chaotic growth phases? I mean, can we do one thing for each one of those? Yeah, without a doubt. And um, you've already figured them out because stagnant growth, the starting point of resolving stagnant growth begins with attitude. Absolutely, it starts there, it begins there. Put on a different set of lenses, choose to see things differently. And if you're struggling with it, then you really need to get someone to perhaps help you wear a different set of lenses. Because as mentioned, it's quite hard to see your own attitude. The remedy for stuck growth is going to begin on changing the way you build businesses. You know, still today, I come across business owners who, when I ask, you know, what makes you different? What sets your business apart? Bruce, it goes right down to the product or service that they offer. And they talk to various features and criteria and shiny little things. And yet we live in a world where unless you are entirely built around the behavior and the experience that customers want and demand in order to support you above your competitor, you, you're not going to win. It's going to be very frustrating right, trying to grow because adding another feature, another gizmo, another shiny thing to your service or your product is not going to get you that growth. And when it comes to character growth, that's about remodeling. You know, if the chassis that has gotten you to where you are today is now having to travel on a very different terrain, anything you put on top of that chassis is going to be a chaotic until you actually rebuild the chassis for a more different, bumpier, rougher, pothole terrain that we find ourselves in. Pablo Fatidis from Auric Business Accelerator. Thank you, Pablo. Multiple stages of growth problems, stagnant growth, stuck growth, chaotic growth, and ways to battle your way through them. And mostly, it's a six-inch problem. And it's the six inches between your ears. I think that's roughly the measurement.